2: Hello and welcome to our Real Housewives of Orange County episode of Tender, Loving Care with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week we dive headfirst into Real Housewives of Orange County. Kate and I's podcast, Tender, Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down two shows from the TLC network past or present. And trust us, there's a lot to cover. So without further ado, let's dive into the ladies of Orange County. Hello, Kate. Hi, Polly. Kate, I want to start this episode with a real positive note and a big thank you to our Patreon subscribers. We had um, one in particular, I'm sure you're listening, that joined this week. We always send, just so you guys know, um, yes, we're plugging the Patreon again. It's okay, it won't last that long. Five bucks a month, but you get extra episodes from us. So Kate and I um release it on a Friday, um, every other Friday. So you get two extra episodes a month that we deep dive into spooky docus, weird, unexplained, all this crazy, interesting stuff that we think you'll love as much as we do. Now, when you join our Patreon, we like to send personal messages out to say thank you to you guys and appreciate you and everything like that well um we got a lovely message back from one of our patrons that joined last week and then also i noticed this darling patron went and followed my sharper britain the sun on instagram followed us on instagram Tender love and care podcast so just want to say a big thank you to um the person who i am speaking about because you are wonderful and you help us so much with our potty. so thank you thank you
1: Yes, we love you. Thank you so much for supporting us. It means more than you know. We love it. it really does.
2: Um, Kate, we're going to get into OC, but I just want to say, I'm I'm watching a, a you know a lot of Bravo as usual life, um, but I keep seeing a lot of Real Housewives of New York previews, and I don't like it, Kate.
1: Mm, the new yeah. youngsters, Kate.
2: You know our rule: they have to be forty plus. <laughs> I'm watching them and it's not just even an age thing because Kristen wasn't 40 and I love Kristen. I will defend, I am such a Kristen Stan. I will defend her. Everyone's like, why was she brought back? And I was like, look at the series that she was in with Ramona and the conflict. She brought so much to Roni. Anyway, but Kristen wasn't um, 40, whatever. There have been other ones, but Jules wasn't another one that I think is an icon. Um, But I look at them and I'm looking at them with influencer makeup with glam all done and I it just doesn't feel right I know that's the way of the world I know it's the way of reality tv but I go back to my girls when they started remember Ramona and Bethany and how they used to go out and I know that's different times and now most people will have glam when they get on reality tv but none of them look like normal you just don't think any of them are not going to dress to the nines at every single occasion remember Alex McCord I mean, how she used to show up to shoot. I mean, guys, I just, it, it just it upsets me a little bit, Kate. That's all. I just wanted to vent.
1: It's a, I get it. It's a delicate balance because we want some real, in the real housewives. Yes. And we want these moments of them not being glammed up, but we also do want to see, you know, the lifestyle porn and the glamour. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we get both of those and i i do want to watch it because that season preview has quite a bit of drama in it so i do want to see it but fine we'll watch it whatevs i we, mean I'll watch it, we, but at least, be we at least have the ultimate girls trip we have crappy oh, lake i know, you know it, we have a few things too we do have crappy to. lake
2: i'm glad to see the girls back together that really need that that, that ultimate girls trip is going to be iconic with Krista. <laughs> Like, I hope Ramona goes after Kristen and they get into knockdown drag out. I hope Kelly is handed her arse on a plate by Dorinda. I hope Dorinda's drinking the entire time. Sonia's wasted. I am so excited for it. They did a brilliant thing with that. But I realized, Kate, we, um, the next Ultimate Girls Trip, it should be coming out soon. Of course, is the brandy one with Caroline Manzo. Where is it?
1: Did that not come out? Oh, no. No, bad, because bro. remember the
2: last one was that one in Thailand that was so rubbish with Leah. Oh, just talking about how she had diarrhea and was on a period the entire time. It was so, she's so gross. I can't do Leah. <laughs> I tried her fashion, her energy. Leah did not work. Um, so it's
1: season four that's- going be four. Um, yeah, new.
2: because it was I the see. original um, with Kenya and Lou ramona then we went to iconic berserk that was unhinged beautiful television then we did thailand that was such a letdown and the next one is going to be brandy which will be great because she will be wasted so we say about brandy she's always going to bring it.
1: she does bring it i uh, i took it to screen rant and (laughs) to see what the latest update is when is season four coming out Morocco the incident has because it was Morocco it says it was supposed to come out in the spring um oh, that yeah, better not be legal
2: injunctions and stuff that better not
1: be happening Well, Peacock initially said Real Housewives of Ultimate Girl Trip season four would air in the spring of 2023 things have changed due to the incidents that happened during filming so they need a careful touch in the editing process and it's taken oh. a bit longer to premiere um it's,
2: We're fully into summer
1: now, so they better get their asses
2: in gear because I need that.
1: It says it's likely that season four will air in the fall of 2023.
2: Okay, well they better they better it better be early fall. I want to see that September. Like I I need that. We need to get that going because I want to go right into the next girls' trip. Like I don't want
1: to be wasting time. Yeah, geez, then we'll, they. They just filmed for the New York one. So when the heck is that going to come oh, out? Oh, come if on. We we're, not wait-
2: we're not waiting till 2024 to see that. No, yeah, no, 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 no. They'll get that out. Yeah. All right. So, Kate, I got some desperate texts from you. Yes. This. What happened tonight watching? Because um, we were doing the live East Coast feed of Royal Housewives of Orange County.
1: Right. So, listeners, we normally watch it or I at least normally watch it the next day when you can go on Peacock or you, you know, it's, you can watch it anytime. But, um, since I'm traveling tomorrow, we watched it, we're supposed to watch it live. I turned on my TV. Now I have a nice big TV, Mm. but it's constantly glitch. Like it's running out of memory and I have to delete apps. I have to delete this app so I can download this app. And, and so it's problematic, but tonight, I mean, it was totally taken a crap. It was crappy Lake. I Um, was trying to um, watch the live thing and it was like, it would play, but there's no audio. And then, and then it wouldn't even play anyways, long story short, I ended up having to watch it on my um, iPhone mini because it wouldn't even cast to my TV from my phone. <laughs> oh, and you
2: know, what? when you are settling in for a Bravo show, this is
1: not what we can deal with. Like it mm. is, we're panic stricken. Panic stressed. I was pressed stress. So I only saw the last half of it. Um, Where did I, you start? When I tuned in, they were arriving at the ranch.
2: Okay, all right. I'm going to then go into what happened, because there was some good stuff that happened. All right, so we are on episode four of the new season of Row Housewives of Orange County. And to be fair, I have been, you know, I've been excited so far. I have like what I've seen. I'm like, what's coming up? I'm enjoying it. I love, love, love seeing Taylor. So happy to see Taylor. She is fantastic. Love seeing her. Love that she was the first one to go in between two franchises. Um, So the episode starts... With Emily or Hip, as Danny Pellegrino calls her, um, taking her daughter Annabelle, who seems a very—they call her artistic, precocious, perhaps unclear—but um, very, you know, much into the arts, and she says she really wants to explore acting and modeling, and it's like well, here we go. So they go; they're in LA, and they take um, uh, Isabel, Isabel to a modeling agency, and she does some shots, and she's. A very pretty little girl she really is I think she I think she could as an expert could absolutely do print work because she's tiny because I you know we know Shane's situation so she's tiny so she's not gonna be a catwalk model but she's a very pretty girl and I think she could get some campaigns so they take photos of her and I just wrote we have a new Bella and Shishi it's I felt it They were like, so, you know, we'd like to interview the mother as well. And Emily's like, I'm fully available. I'm here. I'm fully available. She's like, she really wants to do this. She really wants to be. God, that looks great. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, So the next thing, the whole thing is we're gearing up for Montana. Now, as we said last week, I had a throwback. Um, Everything in my life is pretty much, I reference everything through Bravo um so when we're talking about montana instantly what do i think i think about the season eight or season nine or possibly seven or eight or nine where we had the girls of real housewives of new york going to montana to a dude ranch which is the same premise as this it was if you will remember kristen was there they were geocaching she had a massive fight with heather ramona screamed at her about what a terrible host she was she was crying in the bathroom um Luanne got in massive fights with Sonia because Sonia was saying the facialist said she liked to have sex with short French men. It was a lot <laughs> that went on. I mean, there was like, there was like three episodes dedicated to the Montana. You, it was such beautiful work back then, the glory years. It was beautiful work um heather getting wasted and then screaming at um her friend about don't call me bossy and then kristen saying well you know what you are the boss in your marriage you boss your husband around there was like five fights going on in this entire trip it was great work
1: you comedy um,
2: so when they said this i got really excited and then this scene was just like a throwback we see um heather jen and tamra are meeting in boot barn which is this chain big store where you go and buy cowboy boots right I'm familiar. It, it was, with the listeners. I'm not too familiar, but so there was a scene in Roney when they were gearing up to go to Montana, the exact same scene. And it was Aviva. This was the years of Aviva. Aviva was there and she was saying she couldn't go. She never ended up going because she had asthma. And then um, Kristen's going, I don't believe you. So she grabs her inhaler and throws it at Kristen at the boot barn. I mean, it was just, it was great. Aviva throwing stuff (laughs) yeah exactly and then when they arrived in Montana Aviva had ordered a wheelchair at the airplane to get her even though she never went it was great work but it was the exact same scene so we see them um Jen and Tamara being like hi hi and there's tension there there's something building obviously we know last week at Cut Fitness Closing there's a little bit said but Tamara's ready for a fight with her she's got her she's she's got her um scope on her but they mean they're like hi hi and apparently it was like tamra's birthday even though that wasn't discussed much because heather comes in with a bottle of champagne <sighs> um oh happy birthday and gives it to tamra then we get a discussion which is very revealing kate heather jen tamra so they're talking a little bit about jen's boyfriend ryan now we know that last week just because she had an affair with him she claims it was an emotional affair where she was married they are now together they don't live together i don't believe no they don't live together. Um, she's a ton of kids and Tam and Heather's questioning Jen, she's like, well, you know, what's going on with you and Ryan? Is it next step, next step? She goes, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of taking it easy. Um, and you know, I'm, there's things I'm definitely worried about with him. I mean, he's never been faithful to a single partner in his entire life.
1: Oh, there it is. And
2: Tamara and Heather were like, what? And she goes, yeah, he's never, ever been faithful. He's a serial cheater. And Heather said, if someone shows you who they are, believe them. And this is a perfect example. She goes, has, she, has he been faithful to her? Pause. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, and, then, and then Tamara, Tamara <laughs> gets him. She goes, well, there was that break. She goes, yeah, I mean, we were on a break. And, you know, he did sleep with someone else. And then you get the confession of Tamara being like, yeah, I know exactly who he slept with during that time. And it was someone that he slept with before as well.
1: I yeah, was all the gossip in OC; Like, she great. knows everything.
2: It's so good. She gets better in, in this episode as well. So then Heather said, oh, so... It's like Ross and Rachel. We were on a break and I just wrote, she's so stuck in the nineteen nineties. <laughs> I just can't with Heather. Everything is nineteen nineties. She lives in the sitcom era of the nineteen nineties.
1: People cannot get over friends.
2: Like well, I'm not gonna get into it's, friends. It's,
1: it's the new girl of the
2: nineties. It is <laughs> friends people are like target people for me. We're not I, I'm just gonna move on. I'm gonna move on very much more a Seinfeld person did I watch it? oh yes I did but I was a teenager Of course, of course. <laughs> whatever anyway yeah. we're not going to be friends so I uh, will alienate half of our listeners right now yeah. sorry guys sorry yeah, um right. then we get the scene of Shannon Emily and Gina that are in the same type they're in another kind of boot barn place and they're trying on clothes and it's just kind of very stilted because remember Shannon never really liked Emily and Gina and then their history has been a bit weird but now they're kind of palling around So they're trying on stuff and we already start to see Shannon being like, well, you know, um, I've got some tricks up my sleeve. Shannon and her costumes and her attempt at being funny drives me up the wall. Um, So then we have a scene with Ryan and Jen, um, her boyfriend, and he's like doing this massage thing on her and they're trying to make it super sexual. And then he like lifts her up and he's like, oh, shower time. And he's just someone, after you hear that, you're like, she said he's never been faithful and he has a terrible reputation. Well, you don't Mm. get a relationship with him. End it. I mean, that's it. There's no questions. I don't understand. She's children she's involving with this man. And he's going to cheat on her and already is, probably has. I mean, done.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's one thing if you are having fun and a fling after your marriage ended and you know what it is and you know who he is and you're not going to let it go past a certain point but i don't think that's what's happening she's wanting it to be more she's so, young children in the house and she's yeah. in,
2: this man is stability
1: yeah and so. he's the opposite
2: of that i don't like that Mm-mm. um it'll her empire's crumbling i'll tell you and tamra's tamra's in on that um, then we get Heather. Now, oh, Heather's in her house with eighteen bathrooms, and she is picking her clothes and her wardrobe right for the trip. She has an assistant and a stylist, and they're these two sycophants. And all it is is just reminds me exactly of Erica Jane, you know, with these people just popping out of closets, being like, "Okay, I've got your whole look sorted." And Mikey, don't start me on, don't start me on Mikey, <laughs> don't start me on Mikey. Always there. Yeah, this is great look, great look. But anyway, we have this assistant stylist that are these two sycophants that are like, Ha-ha, Heather, oh Heather, so embarrassing. She's like, I'm going to need some boots. It's typically Everything in her life is a 1990 sitcom. She's like, I'm going to need some boots for probably getting into a river, aren't I? Hmm will these do and it's kind of like cue the st- studio audience laugh because they were chanel boots and then her stylist and assistant like ah she literally thinks she's in front of a live studio audience in the 1990s at all times
1: yep she's starring in a pilot in her own mind constantly yeah. it's so bad and she's like really maybe not chanel
2: oh okay so bad so then um she then Terry comes in and you can see a lot of stuff has been dissolved in his face. He's working on getting all those fillers out. Mm. So he hodls in, he's got like the new he's got like scrubs on, never not in scrubs. And um how's his foot? Apparently fine. I just realized that he was just walking around fine. Mm. Um and then they go, okay, Heather, don't worry. We have your look sorted. And she's like, come with me to Terry. They go into Nikki's room. That's the, And they're like, oh, it's so sad. You know, he's gone. And then they get shots of him, you know, Nikki leaving in his brand new Audi, I think it was, um, driving to university. And then Nikki, and then the twin, can't remember her name, in her private jet um, going to uni. Just relatable, normal. It's, they're so Thanks. relatable. The 18 bathrooms are things that I go, totally get it. Um, so, of course, Terry's on the bed and he's like, remember, he's just a crazy guy that's always making jokes. And Heather's like, you know, all of this is gone and I've kind of put my acting goals on hold. Heather. And that's why I want to be in LA. Is it too late? terry's like no of course it's not too late of course it's not she's like i just feel like you know given everything to everyone else and it's time for me to get back to get back into acting and then terry's like plus the restaurants are better in la (laughs) i just
1: yeah this she's definitely laying the groundwork for her whole argument with taylor later which oh, i yeah. was very annoyed by so we'll get into that we'll but into that. yeah this but is
2: I, it did remind me when heather first came on the show guys you'll remember this as well she had said that she'd complained about how oc has terrible restaurants i remember she wanted to have a restaurant with all those other women just because they like eating a restaurant so they were super wealthy they get they got a helicopter to la i don't know if you remember all of that okay so I remember the most obnoxious scene of Terry and her discussing it. And she's like, I just don't like any of the restaurants here. I want to go into business. I want to get a restaurant off the ground in LA. And Terry's response was, well, what are we looking at? A million? She's like, I would say it'd be about a million. He goes, well, we'll throw a million at it. And if it doesn't work,
1: it's, it's no big deal. You know, that thing where you do casually do a million dollar business venture
2: so obnoxious so anyway then we go to a meeting at a restaurant with Tamara and taylor and i'm sorry you missed this one because this was good this is really good Tamara got the spoon out and was stirring so much so Tamara and taylor all they do is keep saying how boiling hot it is an oc but they all sit down and then she orders a bottle of wine called my opinion and then she goes hmm i don't know what that is that so we get tons of flashbacks this episode i enjoyed that of her screaming which i can't do right now because my throat hurts but um then tamra and heather sit down they immediately uh, sorry Tamara and taylor sit down and immediately ta- taylor gets into telling tamra about you know when heather came over to my house for the rehearsal for the practice um class i had a script and i put, gave it to her and she was so like oh you're so cute oh that's so sweet and they kind of went back to the scenes from last week then she said and do you know she left the script on the table when she left and we say an unseen bit of footage and it's Heather leaving the house and um Taylor's saying well look why don't you take this extra script have a read of it and Heather goes well no I mean what I'll do is I'll leave it here because you may have a scene partner that you want to practice with and she she left that script on the table she I can't believe this and and She said, and you know what's so funny to Tamara, which is the worst person to say anything to? She said, production wants her to do a casting tape, wants her to self-tape, put herself on tape to get the part. And I was really surprised at that. And they go, what? And then Taylor's like, let's look at her IMDb. (laughs) So those two bitches sit and pull up (laughs) her IMDb. And of course, then we get Malibu country, and we get a, and Tamara goes in the confessional. I remember that. We get a flashback to the, to being on that, um, that, um, to, uh, not co- a bus or whatever, they were going somewhere. And um, it's Gretchen, never forget. And Gretchen goes, Oh, a Tamara actually said, Oh, Gretchen was asked for Malibu country. And then Alexis behind her goes, You know, my, my publicist was asked about that for my role and had Heather going, it was a different role. It was great flashbacks, <laughs> great flashbacks. <laughs> so they went through everything and her IMDb. And of course, Tamara's like, oh, only an episode. Oh, only one episode. Oh, only two episodes here. Just an absolute bitch. Anyway.
1: We wow, left- that's good. interesting with how she behaved in the later scene about exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Okay. It
2: was really good. So we're heading off to Montana and jump in whenever you're um whenever you're ready. But we see Gina Casita getting, as Danny Pellegrino calls her, getting ready for this trip. And I wanted to put a match to everything that was in that suitcase and being debated to put in that suitcase. I and then when she turned up at that airport and she was wearing a, for, I just wrote forever. I wrote Gina is wearing a forever 21 houndstooth blazer dot 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 i can't
1: hey i liked the tan outfit she had on when they were riding the bull i didn't mind that houndstooth
0: hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank
2: I can't with her. I just am so over Gina. I can't. And then we find (laughs) out Emily can't go because she's COVID.
1: Oh, shit.
2: Yeah, Emily couldn't go. So that was – she says, I have no symptoms at all, but I just tested and I have COVID. I'm sure production made them all test, but she must have got that from Gina because Gina had COVID like the week before. So anyway, then we see them all on the plane and Gina's like, oh, I won't be able to bunk with Emily. I'm really annoyed. Then they get to Alpine Falls Ranch and I'm, you know, I'm waiting with bated breath because I'm like, is it the same place? Is it the same place as Roni? It absolutely isn't. So okay. no crossover there. So um we see them do the room thing all the time. And Shannon is, I just Shannon is so miserable. Yeah. She's, oh, I don't know. And she's always like, always on the, like verge of breaking down. It's like you. Have
1: another bottle of vodka because she is just a mess, dude. She's a mess. She does seem, uh, there's a lot of darkness. There's a cloud over her at all times. So yeah, this is about where I tuned in. It's like you say, the classic who's getting what room song and dance that we do on these shows. Yeah, And um, so Tamara and Shannon end up rooming together. Which yeah. everyone is surprised by, and then we have there's like a whole separate house. What? what how did yeah. it all break down? There was Who's a couple of there?
2: cabins. I know. Agina goes. I'm going to share it with Jen because I think this will give me an opportunity to get to know her. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I think Taylor ends up going over to theirs as well. Um, and Heather is wherever she is with Shannon and Tamra. And I don't know if you saw this scene, but they're about to go to ride this mechanical ball, which was a really odd, odd first scene. But anyway, they go, um, they go there, and um, ta- ta- they they're like Shannon goes, "Let's, will everyone be ready in thirty-five minutes?" Like, yeah, sure. So Tamra and Heather go, Shannon, are you ready? Full on panic. I, I, I I'm, try- I. I haven't even finished like, doing my makeup yet. Like, I haven't put on my makeup. I'm going to be late. Like, you guys just just go. Like, I, I don't... Calm down. And then they walk off and they're like, well, it's fine. We'll just meet you there. And they're just like, she's so dramatic. She's such... She's just in a panic constantly. It's
1: stressful. It is. To even just watch. So then they're bull riding. Yeah. And we
0: get Which all is the- so
2: weird, right? I mean, it's like, why... You're at a ranch and you have a mechanical bull that they all just stood around and took turns on.
1: It was really weird. I thought they would maybe go horseback riding or something. And instead, because we've we've had mechanical bull scenes on Housewives and it's the same thing every time. It's like, ooh, ride like you ride your horse. Oh my crotch, I broke my vagina.
2: I mean, I just I'm like... I, I, I. It was the same things over and they just all stood in a line like watching them so like, we're not at the saddle ranch from sunset like you're in montana <laughs> and with R- roni when they went to montana they did cattle driving they did skeet shooting they did so much stuff but no oc does this
1: it's like ugh. and of course heather won't participate no she's like the fun hater Yeah. So then uh they're eating, they're eating sausages. Oh, let's share a sausage. And then we get Tamara making this comment about Ryan. And oh, I know he's shared a sausage, if you know what I'm saying. And I was like, Tamara. She's ready. She's
2: ready for fight.
1: And uh then Tamara's like oh so Taylor and Jen why don't you guys share with some of the girls some things about you since people might not know you very well and Taylor reveals that she's bisexual I know that was great to hear and she
2: was like and she was in a relationship and I wondered if it was pre or post Russell which they did ask and it was pre Russell she was in a relationship for five years um with a woman and that was awesome to hear her say that and very freely talk about it mm-hmm. and then Jen revealed that she was a flight attendant and Gina was a flight attendant. Guys, when I heard that, I was like, I need to know what airlines they were on. I have to learn what airlines they were on because... You, Gina, can you imagine Gina coming down? What do you... Do you want some coffee? What do you want?
1: Huh? Gina, Gina was 100% on Spirit Airlines charging people for water.
2: <laughs> Seriously. I, I just was like, I I honestly... Um, and then the reveal from Jen, Kate, is that she, that's how she met her husband
1: as oh, a flight attendant. Oh, interesting. I so met him yeah.
2: in, and Gina was like, first class or economy? She's like, economy? He was a law student. That's how I met him. He was from Oklahoma. They lived in Oklahoma. Then when they got married, they went to California, is what I'm figuring they're saying. Yeah.
1: Um, That's fun, because I, yeah. I always think I'm falling in love with people at an airport or something. Always. And that really right. happened with her on a flight. She yeah. fell in love. I like Married that. Him. That's yeah. fun.
2: Um. So then we get. I thought this was going to be some drama, but it wasn't. When Shannon's like, I need to go and find out. He's watching the kids. This was so-
1: the kids, the eighteen-year-olds.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was just Shannon going to change
1: into a costume. And they show footage of her getting ready for it. She's freaking out about freaking pouring out. the shots. I, know. Oh, I spilled oh where's the alcohol oh this one doesn't work either ah, ah, ah. she's like a kathy cartoon it's so- i know it's too wow.
2: much too much i don't get that reference i just said i know and i don't get that reference what's a kathy cartoon uh it's
1: a, it's a cartoon that would be in the newspapers and okay her, yeah you should google her her hair is always frazzled and she's always just like oh see guys
2: i've lived in america for over a decade and there are still some things called kathy i'm doing this kathy cartoon
1: yeah look at that yeah that's shannon
2: yeah oh this is cute it is cute i like it from 1976 to 2010 i like it all right so kate what happens next we see shannon and Tamara cheersing and taking shots because it's the only way
1: Uh, They can forget their resentments about each other. So, yeah, they're playing nice. They cheers to new beginnings. They're being very buddy-buddy. Shannon says that it seems as if no time has passed at all, and they're back to being close. Mm -hmm. And then we get to Taylor and Heather having this conversation about the role. Oh, beautiful. Right. So Heather is telling taylor it doesn't make sense that she's basically criticizing the professionalism of the whole process and saying it doesn't make sense that no one has reached out to her from production and she knows nothing about the terms of the role or anything like that Mm -hmm. and um then how does how does this even get to this point so she said they're having this
2: conversation so propped up against the bar Mm-hmm. And Heather's already on the defensive because, like I say, the one chink in her armor is her career. Everyone yes. knows it now. She cannot hide it. Um, and so Heather's going, it just, you know, it was the process, and I just didn't have that. And and Taylor's like, Well, do you still want to be in it? And she goes, I mean, I just, you know, I don't know. Are we okay? Um, uh, because you seem kind of upset about it all. And it's not that. I you know it just was not yours to offer me there's scheduling there's price there's payment there's all this stuff and you know I I just didn't know if you knew that and she goes well I get it and Taylor's like yeah you know I I, okay I mean I get it um and then Heather's in a confessional being like you know no by the way we're talking about this no one's even called me no one's even called me about this role which is all f- everything Heather's saying is completely legitimate and completely fair.
1: It is. It's not going to matter what it pays because it's going to be dro- a, not even a drop in the bucket of yeah. the income that they have coming in. I mean, it's going to be a couple thousand dollars or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So what to me it's like whatever about the money, but I get what she's saying. It's odd that no one's contacted her about it. Yeah, that is odd. Yeah. Then they kind of move over to the table and they're all sitting
2: down. And this is when it really starts to fly. And that little Tamara weasels had that tiny little body right in a chair in between them as they're fighting to stir it up. It was great work. So it starts with them going, somebody said something about the role. Someone started the conversation and Tate and Heather says, well, I don't know anything really about it and and then I think it started with Tamara then saying you know we were at dinner the other night and we were discussing it no that's what it was to the side Tamara said to Taylor she was like did you tell us just to put herself on tape <laughs> She <was> like, no <laughs> and so then she sits down and tells her tells um Heather and Heather goes Heather is beyond mortified and she goes she laughs she goes I have to put myself or did they not see my IMDB and they they have to put I have to put myself on tape but you're offered a role and um she's la- she's trying to laugh it all off I mean it's she says it's really quite remarkable and Taylor's like well look I mean I'm just telling you what they said um and and she's like it was not your role to offer so I don't know anything about this. You're telling me they have to put, I have to put myself on tape, but you get a role? I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. And, you know, they've seen my IMDb, and that's when t- Tamara goes, oh, we were looking at your IMDb. At t-
1: and Taylor's framing it like, well, you, you have such a high pedigree yes. with your – your resume is so extensive and you've done so much. So I'm surprised that they wouldn't just be happy to have you and offer Mm. you the role. I'm surprised that they're putting you on tape. So we are looking at your IMDb to kind of take in all that you've done.
2: Right. Right. Cause it's so shocking. And then, and then she said, Oh, so you're talking about me. You were looking at my IMDb. And she said something. And um, then we get this thing about Diane. They were like, we, and then I, I didn't get the last name, but, Heather said at the airport, we actually bumped into Diane so and so, editor, writer, or something of That's Life. Don't even know what that was. And we ran into her at the airport, remember? I mean, I think that should speak volumes or something. And 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 Tamara goes, 22 episodes. And she said, Oh, is that not, not enough or something? Like they were, it was a real mixed conversation. But Heather was trying to say, We bumped into someone who knows my acumen as an actor. They've seen what I've done. She recognized me. I was in that show. And um then um and, and then Tamara does brilliant work and she said, Well, look, I I don't think Taylor that you're being <laughs> that you're being honest. I mean, come on, you said that um her what would she say? She said that her IMDB was what term did she use? I've just lost it.
1: Oh, saying that It wasn't uh, very impressive, basically. Yeah, very impressive or something like that.
2: And then Heather goes into this complete rant calling it anti-female. I I mean, she was really reaching there.
1: She was totally reaching. It's anti-female to denigrate my career. I actually put my career on hold to be a mother. And now I'm trying to find myself. Heather, you have a staff of a million people helping you raise your kids and yeah. if you wanted to keep doing film projects you could have yeah you could have and you still could have been a pretty present mother yeah it's
2: she got so rattled she got so rattled it was yeah. brilliant
1: she has no sense of humor about it when, and uh, she can't you can't cling to a career of doing a few pilots 20 years later you know Get real. Like, you don't have <sighs> this thriving film career right now. You, you did have a good thing going at one yeah. point and you were on your way. But it was 20 plus years ago. But it was 20 plus years ago. So just poke a little fun. Be like, yeah, well, those old credits. Yeah, okay. You know, Oh, just- yeah, she can't. She cannot. I mean, it's like, look at someone like me, right?
2: I was in such stellar um, productions. Sex sent me to the ER. I was, I mean, I was, do I go on about that all the time? No. Could I? Yes. And it would impress everyone, but I don't do that, Kate. I keep it to myself because, you know, I'm just kind of modest about the amazing credits I have my IMDB.
1: Yeah. I mean, your work in Sex Sent Me to the ER stays top of mind for me and many others. Absolutely.
2: When you look at me, you see Sex Sent Me to the ER and my work in that production
1: or who could forget me as a featured extra on you're the worst carrying a croissant to Samira Wiley <gasps> he's opened oh. the season on my face N- everyone remembers that but everyone. i don't ever bring it up except for right now it's like shocking that i'm even bringing it up right now but you everyone never talk remembers- about it you don't
2: you know you don't want to embarrass people you don't want people to feel belittled as heather is doing um, I was also a background on. You're the worst. I wonder. That's so funny. I remember that. You're the worst. I wonder. That's the English actor, right? The main guy was English, blonde mm-hmm. English guy. Yeah. And yep. I remember he came up. We had we were doing this. It was a boiling hot day, and we were sat outside at some dinner party scene. I remember he came. He heard my English accent. He came over and he was really really nice. I wonder what ever happened to him. He was like the star of that show, and I wonder yeah. what, whatever happened to him. Anyway, Great but show. yeah, like Kate and I do not go on about our credits. And once again, we left Hollywood. Hollywood didn't leave us. But anyway, so they kind of end the episode on them having that fight. And then what we see next week, what Tamra screams. Oh, Kate, did you see her?
1: I don't know if I saw this. What did she say? Okay, so
2: we see next week. And then we see more of the fight between Taylor and Heather. Then we see... Um, Tamra and Jen getting into it which we knew we were going to and she goes let's just be real we know who Ryan is because when Ryan walked into Cut fitness that very first time he pointed me out he pointed to me and said to someone I'm gonna fuck her
1: Tamra uh, <laughs> hey, brought Jen on this show as a sacrificial lamb
2: she absolutely did and I applaud her for it I applaud her for it <laughs> I mean, I,
1: it's a masterclass in a housewife. Jen
2: has no idea what she's done coming on this show. No, no, poor Jen. and you reveal nothing to Tamra. Nothing. It will be weaponized against you in a minute. It was. It was. So I enjoy. It. I hope they're in Montana for a couple. They'll be in. Obviously, I think they'll be in maybe one, one and a half more episodes in Montana. But oh, and then there was the stupid scene of like. Shannon being crazy, riding a um bomb, I don't know what it's called, tractor. So sorry guys, I'm tired. A, <laughs> it was a A farm
1: tractor. vehicle. Farm <laughs> vehicle
2: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> um, Yeah. Um, so we see that, but I'm excited to see people poke into Heather's career more. And I'm excited to see her riled up. I'm she like you say, she pretends to have a sense of humor. And she absolutely does not. No. She will will never, ever be able to be self-deprecating. She's got two, her ego is monstrous. Um,
1: you got to build up that reel though, Heather. You got to build-, build up that
2: reel. You got to build up that reel. Hawaii 5 they were talking about that. <laughs> anyway, so it was, I like this episode. I think to, I'm I'm happy because you know what, Tam, we've got Tamara in such a great position. She's back after being put on pause by Andy, actually being put on pause. And, She is going, she's coming back blazing. Like she knows this is the season. She has to prove her worth to Andy and she's doing it, Kate. So she's going to be brutal.
1: She understands the assignment and she's getting straight A's. She really is. It's so good. That whole thing with Ryan, there's more to come
2: out about him. Because Tamara knows full well that that Ryan has probably cheated on Jen multiple times and she knows who with. So she's going to throw that out. She knows this thing about Ryan wanting to have sex with Tamara. He just sounds disgusting person. And Tamara's gonna reveal it.
1: She, oh, Tamara in her basement has it all planned out. She's got a game yep. plan for the season. And episode five, I'll drop oh. in that he cheated. And episode six, Good. I'll drop in another hint that maybe he has sex with men. And
2: yep. uh- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we know at the reunion she'll be screaming at Jen and andy will bring her back and jen will be gone i mean we just know jen is a one season what because they like you say sacrificial lamps. because that's what's happening
1: mm-hmm. brutal Kate. brutal very cut throw, very cut fitness
2: very cut fitness and we love it we are here for it we will be covering every single minute of it so guys as you know this is uh this is coming out on friday and also today we are releasing for all of our patreon and subscribers you'll see this in the feed you'll see that we've released two episodes today one of them is a subscriber only episode but you can cl- click on that and it will take you straight um to the page on patreon where you can enter your details for 5 bucks a month you'll be able to listen to all of these subscriber episodes that are a backlog now only available to subscribers um and what the episode that is going to be this week is a is a biggie. Kate and I dived in to the documentary series. There's four, six episodes, four or six episodes, uh, four I think, called "Shiny Happy People" about the Duggars on TLC and the cult that they are a part of. There is behind the scene footage. There is money talk. We have some of the Duggars' children that no longer speak to the family come forward and tell us what it was actually like in that family. We have footage from when they began. We have an interview, like we have police footage, police interviews with that monster, Josh, the oldest one that is now sitting in prison. And then the cult leader and his background, members of the cult come forward. Kate and I dive into it. So that episode is fully available now for all of us, Patreon and subscribers. Um, If you see it in the feed, and you want to listen to it, just click five bucks a month. You've probably spent more on that. Right already today when you are listening to it, you've probably spent more than that on your coffee. Absolutely. So all your support means so, so much to me. We send you a little personalized message as soon as we see we have a new Patreon or subscriber. And um we love you and we're so grateful for you. Go and follow us on Tender Loving Care podcast on Instagram. Kate, any other last words?
1: Uh thank you so much for being here and one of the other things that helps us the most besides, uh, if you become a patron or subscriber is for you to tell a friend about the podcast. So go ahead and text it out. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
2: Absolutely. All right. So, um, we will love you and leave you go and listen to the other episodes a backlog of this week and we have as, as oh yeah just a reminder we will not have any episodes coming out next week because kate and i are taking a well-deserved week break um it is the fourth of july holiday and so i will be shuttered in my home in los angeles because i am english and you're actually not allowed to leave the house on fourth of july when you're english in america Some people have told me. Um, So we're going to take a break, but we will be back the following week with a ton, ton more stuff for you. We have the um, Wheel of Shame pick for us, 90 Day Journey, Darcy and Kate. When I say I've watched nearly all of it already, I am crying, crying, laughing. I have screenshots galore. Guys, it's basically, we are going back to Jesse. There is one scene with Jesse where they're interviewed when she first gets to Amsterdam and he's wearing this shirt and he's got a little, it's like a regular dress shirt. And then he's got this gold brooch that he's just clipped onto the shirt. His face is orange from the fake tan and makeup he puts on and his eyebrows were dyed black. I have forgotten so much about this when you, and he's constantly walking around in a white robe in his
1: apartment. Kate, it is... Beyond, that, that is going to be a great episode, guys. So look forward to oh, that. Um, I, and our next, I also want to mention our next Patreon yes. Uh, yes. subscriber episode is going to be. We're going to be covering Class Action Park. It's a documentary. If you want to check that out over the holiday week, so that you're um, ready to listen to us discuss it. I mean, you don't have to watch it to hear us, but talk about mm-hmm. it. But um, if you want to follow along, oh, and crazy. that's about the world's most dangerous and insane amusement park. In New Jersey. Love that. I'm so so, excited to watch that. I'm so excited. So lots of really fun things coming up. Have a great holiday. Stay safe. Stay safe. And uh we'll see you soon.
2: And also watch out for your animals. I know everybody knows this already, but please, please, please. Um, fireworks are terribly disturbing for animals. Animals can bolt, they can run out of your garden, they can run out of your house because they're just terrified of the noise. So make sure all your animals and tell everybody are all microchipped, are indoors, are safe, are warm, cozy, and feeling protected during the fireworks. Um, We love you all. And thank you so much. And we'll see you in a week or so. Bye-bye. Bye.